It's a werewolf movie where the term cripple gets thrown around real freely. When darkness falls, terror rises. This week on King Me, the one that started it all, Silver Bullet. Oh my god. <laughs> King me, baby. The final episode. <laughs> this is it. We're finally here. This is everything we've ever wanted. Yeah. Uh, welcome back to King Me for another week. I am Dan Gagliardi. I am Rob Avon. And if you if this is your first time listening in, if you found us through searching uh, Silver Bullet in Google and going to page 45, <laughs> welcome. Uh, you should know that this is both of our favorite Stephen King movies. This, this was the one that started it all. I think I said that. <laughs> I am reiterating, though. Uh, this, is a, so, uh, this is... We have taken uh, special preparations to do this episode. I took notes. <laughs> we Which usually record never happens. We usually record at 11:30 at night. Yeah. I woke up early. <laughs> I did some light calisthenics. You watched it last night and this morning. And this morning. Yeah. yeah. The first one was a pleasure viewing. The second was for analysis. <laughs> I'm doing it right. Yeah. This is a, and from here here on out, you're going to see a steep decline in quality. <laughs> yeah. Cuz I'm not doing this again. I haven't watched this movie in a couple years, and rewatching it now, I'm like, I knew every mm-hmm. beat, every single. Oh my god! Like, there were. The, I'll tell you what. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a while, and there were a few weird things that I forgot about. Yeah. Well, uh, there are definitely things that pop up, but they're like, it's when somebody said something that I forgot, I was like, now, yep, mm-hmm, remember yeah. that line? That's yep. a great line. It's like seeing an old friend. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah, they there what I didn't realize uh was how joke heavy Gary Busey was in this. Yeah. Like on previous viewings. Yep. Uh oh, man. He's oh. real unhinged in this. Yeah. Trying to be like a normal, relatable guy. You mean Uncle Red? Yeah. And the crazy is just bleeding through. Not enough guys named Red nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> Not no. enough colors. No. <laughs> I think the Cold War ruined that for all of us. Yeah, Uncle Red, he, uh, where, where do we even start? I don't want to dive right into, you can't lead off with Gary Busey because then what's left to talk about? Well, right. Well, okay, let's talk about our experiences with this movie. Yes. So when was like the first time you saw this? I don't remember how old I was, um, but I know it was the day I became a man. (laughs) Right. I saw it. You're, you're not Jewish, but this is like a bar mitzvah. This was my, this was my buildings Roman. Yes. I remember watching it definitely before high school, possibly before middle school, maybe like sixth grade. Yeah. Sixth or seventh grade, I'll say. And it was pitched to me as the scariest movie I've ever seen by uh, my friend Grant. And uh, he's no dummy. (laughs) He's not like easily led down roads. Right. You know, so for him to say that, I was like, oh, wow, uh, this is going to be this is going to be a true terror. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, he's like, I just got it on DVD. DVDs were real hot back then. Oh, yeah. Uh, Golden age of DVDs. Yeah, I got this. It's a DVD, man. It's a new platform. We hit it right in that four-month sweet spot of peak DVD excitement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we watched it, 
and laughed the entire time. He's like, I haven't seen this in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I remembered it as being really scary, but I guess I was in third grade when I saw but, it. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, so we were talking about this a little bit before we were recording, but this movie is like a perfect horror movie for kids. Yes. Because it's like, it's it for somebody under the age of like 11, 12, like that, I think it could be very scary. Mm-hmm. Like... I have uh, anecdotal evidence yeah, to suggest that. Exactly. So, like, it, it has everything that, like, it has your main character who's a kid, right? Mm-hmm. So you could you got like that identifying. He's got an older sister who's always bossing him around, right? That is some kid shit. And then a cool uncle who's, who's always drunk, but always building cool shit and <laughs> cracking wise and yes. treating him like an adult. Mm-hmm. Which that's is, huge. That's huge. That's huge. Yeah. Um. It's like, I don't know, like I, we talked about it a little bit last week, but it's kind of like this and Stand By Me were like, I watched them a lot as a, a kid. Yeah. Because like Stand By Me is like, it's like all about friendship and fun and like these kids, they're like a bonding kind of movie. And this is like, it's bonding, but it's also scary to some extent. It's intended like, to be scary. It's intended to be scary. There, But there are, it's not like scary, scary but as like, I, think, I don't know, as far as werewolf movies go, there's some really cool scenes in this. Yeah, you know what? It's like the kind of thing where I'm like, I want a remake of this movie because there's like yeah. a lot of visual stuff that I see the intent in it. Yeah. Like um, uh, most notably, probably the scene with the skirmish line in the fog. Yeah. I don't know why skirmish line is so resonant for me. Form a skirmish yeah. line. Yeah, we're going to form a skirmish line. This way we can flank the motherfucker. He doesn't say motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. He's a bastard, probably. Something. Or uh, booger. Yeah. <laughs> booger gets thrown around a lot in this yeah, movie. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah. That is some primo uh, king fake way that people talking. Calling being. people boogers. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't a sentence even. When yeah. I just said. It was a collection of words all revolving around a theme it's like free verse poetry uh but yeah the most there's like a couple cool things in the swamp that get really fucked up yeah uh first there is the peacemaker yes that's very cool to me the piece yeah where the you see basically if you haven't seen the movie there are we jumping we're jumping into the swamp scene i mean okay no no, no, we can. No, I feel like I feel like we're so we're both so well versed in this movie that we'd be doing ourselves a disservice to try to talk about it in chronological in, plot order. That's fair. Yeah, I we I do want to talk about the first townie that we see though, which is also, also our first kill. Our first kill, which brings us to our first two segments, I guess. Yeah, yeah. First Ta- kill, townie profile, and townie profile. Slash first kill. Right. Oh, by the way, yeah, uh, listeners. I hope you like Townie Profile. I got like 10 of them. Yeah, yeah. Strap in. Yeah. This is a, a, a cavalcade of townies. So yeah, it's a town full of townies. Yeah. Right. So we get our our first. Um, our first townie, Arnie Westrom. Yes. Who, a man so deeply committed to his alcoholism <laughs> that he sings about it. You, the first fucking thing we see. He's singing about Rango beer. Yeah. <laughs> we got Rangoed. So what? good. <laughs> yeah. He's he's just going about he's driving around <laughs> driving <laughs> along. What's his job? It <clears throat> it seems right. to be to dig holes near tr- railroad tracks. Well, no, I thought it was 
So he was driving on the railroad tracks. Mm. Yes, like I think not, so. he wasn't driving a car. He was driving like one of those little like it's like a car made like for, an electric version of one of those two people push carts. Yes, yeah. exactly. So he's driving one of those, and it looked to me like he was switching the rails or something. Oh, I could be totally wrong though. I have no fucking idea what he was doing. Listen, man, he was very drunk. Yeah, he was I'm. I'm not a conductor. All right, <laughs> listen. I'm not a Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> I'm not a. That's the only one I know. Yeah, that's all. That that's all the train knowledge I have. <laughs> so there, there's one <laughs> tank engine in the world named Thomas, right? And Ringo Starr owns it. Does he? Did you know that Ringo Starr is on Thomas the Tank Engine? Rango Star. Rango Star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Arnie Westrom is my Rango Star. <laughs> he uh, he. So he. He's doing something. He's got a shovel and he's mad yeah. <laughs> at whatever his task well, is. Yeah. But like in that drunk mumbling to yourself kind of. Rasa frasa. Yeah. 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 Get the. Get the. <laughs> and. But he's drunk. You get, like you could almost smell him through mm. the screen. <laughs> you know, like he's he's sweaty and stuff. And he's actually he's played by um, James Gammon. Who is James Gandolfini? <laughs> He's the head coach in Major League One and Two. Re- wait, hold on. Yeah, you know, when uh, not um, wait, not, not Charlie Sheen. No, 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 no. <laughs> Major League. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was that one guy who talks like this. Yeah, you fucking what? Really? Or a heart attack? Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ! That, that, no, that's him. <laughs> well, first, he looks great in his IMDb picture. That's well, a classy portrait yeah, of a um, silly man. <laughs> rest in peace, James Gammon. Oh, when did he die? 2010. Oh, man. In Costa Mesa, California. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, he died also in 1985. Oh, I didn't do the thing where I'm like directed by. That's okay. Hold on. Let's do that. It's 1985. <laughs> yeah. I know that. And it's yeah. directed by some schmo. Uh, Daniel Atisa. Daniel Atisa for one and only. Atias. 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 Yeah, yeah, you're right. Either way. Um, Which, for some reason, in my head, I was like, oh, wow. I looked at his name and I was like, oh, that's weird. The guy who played Reverend Lowe directed this movie, which just isn't true. There's no logic to it. (laughs) I was just extremely wrong. His name is Everett McGill. Yeah. It's not similar or anything. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. But it, uh, it's his one and only feature film. What would he do? TV besides that? A bunch of TV after this. What kind of TV? Everything. Like He directed... Will a, and Grace? <laughs> yeah. He directed most of Will he and Grace. He directed the uh, that werewolf episode of Will and Grace. <laughs> <laughs> no, but almost Just, every show. Alias, Six Feet Under. Um... Friday Night Lights, The Wire, Friday Night, wait, Entourage, really? Big Love, House. Wait, he hung. directed good things. Yeah, like things people like. Yeah, still, he's still doing it. That's Homeland. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it's crazy to assume that in thirty years he hasn't gotten any better at directing. <laughs> Not that this is even badly directed. It's I, just like a I, bad. I think there's a lot of good stuff in this. There's a lot of goofy shit. Yeah, hundred percent. But there are some scenes that are, I think, are really well done. How did you feel? I I am forced to ask how okay. you felt about Brady's dad. <laughs> I, I wanted a, I meant to pull a clip of him going, has anybody seen my son? 
Brady. He is swinging for the fences. Oh, my God. Yeah. I commend him. Yeah. He is honestly, he's more over the top than the guy in the werewolf costume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well, okay, so Arnie, he, he's out on the rail, he's on the tracks or whatever, mm-hmm. and... The wolf sneaks up behind him, yeah. and with one swat of his little paw... Just wipes his head right off, <laughs> clean off his shoulders. Yeah, as though he had a katana yeah. for an arm. <laughs> and uh, there, there's a voiceover. It's supposed to be older Janie. Ah, uh, pissed me right off. Yeah, but... But uh, also in a weird stand-by-me connection also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How'd you feel about... We don't have to say what it is yet, but how weird was the last bit of narration? Very strange. <laughs> it was so yeah, weird. That was weird. Uh, uh, stay tuned for that, because <laughs> that fucked me up. <laughs> but everybody was. Everybody assumed that since Arnie was a chronic drunk, which they, they just say chronic drunk, mm. which... Not just drunk, like a. I think if you live in a town with a population under like ten thousand, you're a chronic drunk. Right. Like and if it's a small enough town that everyone knows you, where and no up, one's intervening, where everybody in town is a drunk. Mm. Being a chronic drunk, yeah. I guess, is the worst. <laughs> That's <laughs> maybe most, it's not even like one's worse than the other. It's just like different uh, factions of like yeah. Christianity. <laughs> right. Yeah yeah. 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 You have your Presbyterians. And your you chronics. Have, yeah. Your chronics. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are a few scenes that take place in the bar where everybody in town is gathering mm-hmm. for what seems like a town meeting. Almost. <laughs> um, a beer hall push. Yeah. Or what's that word? No, uh, is it push? I think so. Oh, all right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So in a town full of drugs. I outed you as a Nazi. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I did it. Uh huh. Well, Nazi? 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 No. So everybody assumes that he falls asleep on the railroad tracks and gets his head. Which. That's super unlikely. Also, how did they not notice, like, any coroner worth his pay yeah. is going to tell you that he was attacked worth by a wild salt. animal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, these these claw marks would indicate not <laughs> not a train, but not a Thomas the Tank. <laughs> uh, cause of death? Thomas, Thomas. the Tank. <laughs> yeah. We got to get this Thomas the Tank guy. Uh, he's frankly <laughs> the only one who could have caused those marks with his sharp, sharp teeth. Oh man! Yeah, he's We're, dead. No one cares. Yeah, no one cares. Um, but that's when it starts. Mm. When the the violence starts. Um, and then we're introduced to our our main characters. We got Corey Haim mm. as Marty Coleslaw. No, it's Coleslaw. I know, but it, I used to think it was Coleslaw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also used to think uh, that his name was Reverend Lester Love, which. I feel like changes the tone of the movie completely. Reverend Love. Reverend Love. Who's the who's the Reverend from The Simpsons? Lovejoy. Lovejoy. Yeah, That's yeah. probably That's, because I was dumb. Yeah. yeah. My brain has always been dying. I've always had six slices of pizza in my stomach. Just your your brain is just clouded. It's just surrounded by six slices of pizza. Coagulated mutts. Uh, uh, do you think people know what mutts is just by me saying that? Uh, yeah, look it up, guys. Yeah, it's mozzarella. It's it's that fresh it's, mutz. Mutz is how Italians pronounce capicola. Fake Italians, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fake real Italians. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Where are we at? 
Help me out. Oh, we're t- our main characters. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah, meet our, our main, main characters. characters. Marty Coleslaw and his sister Janie. Is that her name? Yes. Yeah. Janie. <laughs> I had like a weird moment of... I've been wrong about so much already today. Yeah. About this movie. Uh-huh. Just I'm hung up on the the Atias factor. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and you meet Brady also yes. at that point, right? That's the scene with the snake. The snake, right. Yeah. So yeah, he's like... Uh, Corey Haim. Marty. He's in a wheelchair. He's in a wheelchair. A gas-powered wheelchair. That's right. Rev that shit up. It's got motorcycle, like a motorcycle throttle. Yeah. Like the, the handle. Yeah. Yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. That's okay. I almost threw up. <laughs> <laughs> because you hate cripples. Cripples so much. Yeah. <laughs> that word happens many, many times. It does. Like, there are two back-to-back right at the beginning. Yeah. It's un- show don't tell. <laughs> that is not my issue. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so we meet them, and and we sort of get the dynamic of uh, Marty and his sister Janie. Like, Brady and Marty are pranking Janie. Janie falls into a filthy Brady, puddle. Yeah, Brady's more of a of a shit. Yeah, he he's uh, a real funny guy, and I was glad to see him go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we meet them. There, Janie is older. She's kind of like a little... It, her parents sort of uh, entrust her with taking care of Marty a lot. Like, mm. go get him. Go do this. Yeah, when they get out. home uh, go, from yeah. that scene, uh, the dad's just like, oh, don't forget to help your brother out of the car. And he pulls a wheelchair out from just outside. Like, they keep his wheelchair outside, which yeah, I where, thought was... Where, where else are you going to keep it? Keep it in the house? Yeah. No. It's like leaving your bike outside and like, yeah, all rusty and stuff. I mean, the way his wheelchairs are made, yeah. I guess it makes sense. That's that, true. Yeah, most of them are like... <laughs> they're mostly all-terrain. They're road-legal <laughs> vehicles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Need a commercial driver's license. Uh, so then we, we get that. and He's, His wheelchairs are like Iron Man suits. Yeah. Each one is extremely powerful, but with its own set of specifications. Oh, and in that opening scene, we also uh, we get to see that scene where she... Janie is standing like she's trying to like clean herself off or something. And she's like standing near a bush mm. and she sees like a guy and a woman having like an argument. I'm glad I was going to mention that in the King Tropes. Yeah, that okay. is yeah. that is so a weird thing that has happened twice now. Twice. It happened where, in where, Firestarter. Yeah. A guy gets a woman pregnant and he is <laughs> like. Abandons her. And someone fan. watches from afar. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I um king trope. I forgot that that's how they set that. Like I forgot that little bit yeah. to set up her murder. Right. Um but she right, she's like it's your baby and he's like listen babe, it ain't mine. <laughs> Stop smothering here. me. Yeah, yeah. I need my space. I need my space. <laughs> uh yeah. Real shithead. Yeah. I didn't get his name. I was going to put him in the townie profile. <laughs> Just, it's probably Brad. Oh, yeah. Brad. Yeah, he seems like a Brad. Yeah. Uh, Brad left me, but that—that's what leads us into our next scene, mm. which is this woman who's in her room and saying and, aloud uh, yeah. all of the things. Yeah, all <laughs> <laughs> suicides go to hell, and I don't even care. <laughs> and she, she's taking a, she's taking about thirty reds, <laughs> thirty, uh, thirty like fish oil capsules. <laughs> they're like big horse pills. Yeah, they're they're real big pills. Yeah. And washing them down with booze, I assume, right? Probably. Probably. But that's when 
Like you get, it's a POV shot mm. of the werewolf climbing up. Ugh, the worst. Like Just these the, Halloween the hands. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Do you know that, that Dino De Laurentiis was like personally offended by the way that that came out? I, I did read that. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. He, well, for the first, they started filming this movie without having a werewolf suit. Okay. You can get a lot of stuff shot right. without the suit. So like. I'm I'm all for the, um, you know, holding back of showing the monster right away. Yeah, all, all for it. Mm-hmm. It's like builds up the suspense. So like seeing, but seeing those like goofy Halloween hands. It's too much. <laughs> yeah. You're already like seeing that, it. That yeah, that you're showing. Yeah, you're showing too much. Mm-hmm. Like that's not the same as like the shark fin in Jaws. Yeah, you know what I mean? right. <laughs> like, like you're not adding any scale it would to be it or the, anything. It like would be that. the same as if you saw the shark fin in Jaws and then like a little bit of the wooden dowel it was attached <laughs> exactly. to. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, but then the wolf like just busts right in that window. Mm. He he's very sneaky. He's a sly boy, mm. and then he. Just breaks through that window and tears her Mauls apart. her. Yeah. Unne- like, too harshly, too I think. Too much. It was a bit much. And that was, that's another thing, is that this werewolf does not eat any of these people. Just kills them. Just maims them. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think that's about? I don't know. Well, I mean, they kind of explain it, right? They explain his motivation as a werewolf. Well, kind of, but that's flimsy. It is best. really flimsy. That, I'm, that I'm glad only, you said that because that only applies to in, her. Yeah, to her and no one else. Yeah, if I like, if they continued down that road, that would have been very interesting. Yeah, that if that was his motivation. Because then for you're like making a statement, right? And uh, exploring an idea about religious fanaticism. Yes, which would have been great, right? But no, but no. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, she's dead, um, and everyone decides that now there's a problem, right? It's right after that one. Well, yeah, there's in now, the barber shop. Yeah, yeah, in the barber shop, everybody's kind of like, "Oh man, that barber shop is like, it's like nightmarish." When Janie goes to collect the cans, yeah, why? Why is everyone so hostile toward her? I did not understand what that was about. Well, that is, takes place after the swamp scene. So you think everyone's just PTSD? I th- I think a lot of people are just like kind of over it. <laughs> like like yeah. They're just like I we I don't want to do anything. Like See, we're, that we're too fucked up In now. a better movie that would have yeah. worked. That would have been great, especially that guy Andy, another townie. Oh. Must I called him Angry Mustache. I uh I have him down. The first thing I wrote down about him is that that Geiger counter joke was way above his pay grade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the joke was basically like he's he hates the sheriff. The sheriff isn't he, the in his chief. mind. He's, yeah, he's not doing enough mm. to solve these murders. And he says he couldn't find his ass if it had uranium up it and you gave him a Geiger counter. Yeah. Which is not a joke that a guy who owns a gun store makes. <laughs> Yeah, uranium was very popular in the 80s, though. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I only... <laughs> yeah. I barely know what a Geiger counter is. And I wear glasses. <laughs> I try to be the kind of guy who would know what a Geiger counter is. Sure. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, sure. You want to do that townie profile real quick of Andy? Yeah. Was that it right there? Yeah. I mean, if there's anything else we want to talk about, he he owns the gun store. He's he got provides incredible old, deals on Remington shotguns. Yep. Big old mustache. Angry. He is. He's constantly trying to rally the troops. <laughs> he, he just wants a fucking riot. Yeah. He's a riot boy. Yeah. And, uh, and he and he is really um, mean to the 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 deputy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. He has just no like, respect for authority part, whatsoever. Yeah. The part where the chief comes into the bar and he's like, he's like, I didn't, I don't remember deputizing any of you. And Andy's like, Yeah. Well, your only deputy is that fat sack of shit. <laughs> That waste of fucking yeah. he's like an inch from his face as he's saying. Yep. <laughs> Guy's yep. about to cry. Yeah. He's just like <laughs> Um Oh man. Yeah, that was miserable. Yeah. That whole thing. You know who I liked uh while we're talking townies? <laughs> oh man. We can we? Yeah. Uh, can we? Yeah. Talking townies. Talking townies. <laughs> we'll take a big sip of our morning talk show coffees. <laughs> Bam. Welcome to Talking Townies. <sighs> That's the timer for me to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the guy in the bar whose name I also didn't get, the very meek fellow sitting at the end of the bar. Yes. Who, who's like... um. Andy, I heard your finances are all out of sorts or yeah. something like that. Like the, the well, calmest yeah, yeah. little insult. It's yeah. like, I can roll with the boys. I'm a boy myself. <laughs> yeah, he says, Andy says something about our tax dollars paying his salary or some shit like that. And and then that, that guy says like, well, I heard your taxes were all out of sorts yeah. the last time. And he's like, what are we getting into here? Are we talking about my taxes or are we talking about the share? <laughs> what are we doing? And the guy's drinking like just apple juice, like no liquor in it at all. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a juice box. Yeah. <laughs> he's wearing swimmies. He's... <laughs> <laughs> because he's such a little man he's afraid of falling into his drink oh he's just the quaintest little guy i love him in the the swampy fog scene too. yeah 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 he's he, very good there yeah he, he's a he's a little coward i love him um, uh but then the, lawrence tierney pops up and uh, as uh, owen Knopfler, the barkeep yeah that was weird. That was weird. <laughs> I wasn't Fucking, expecting. I for, I didn't know who he was. I guess the last time I saw this movie. Yeah. I right. He at the time of seeing this movie, I had not seen Re- Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know him as Joe. Yeah. Well, um, he's playing the same character. Yeah. In this. He, yeah, yeah. It's so, so this town in I'm guessing Maine is like the weirdest consolidation of accents. Yes. Because you have Lawrence Tierney, who's like, hey, I'm fucking walking here. <laughs> uh, you have... It's my way or the highway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the gruffest, yeah. gruffest old man. With his baseball bat, the peacemaker. Yeah, <sighs> That was great. That I was a great... That, that was yeah. some Boondock Saints shit, and I <laughs> loved it anyway. Um, then you have Marty's little friend. Mm. Uh, what's her name? Oh, the girl, right? Someone um, with a T. Tammy? Tammy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Tammy. Although you wouldn't know it based on the whatever her dad yelled at her. I thought he was saying Emma. Yeah. I don't... Like, you know what? I, I think it was just... Tammy! Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was, Tammy! Tammy! <laughs> it was, uh, it was it a was Jack so Torrance. It was so strange, though, because I, I remember her character being a bigger part of the movie. Like, somehow they had more of a relationship or something. I mean, there's so much implied. 
in that one little interaction. I guess there's so much. It le- I when I going into this movie, I was like, I remember the scene where um, Uncle Red says like he killed your best friend, drove your best girl out of town. And now he canceled the fair. <laughs> <laughs> and escalating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In order of ascending <laughs> order. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I remember the, the girl being a bigger part. I don't know. No, just it's just that one scene where they're riding bikes. She she's is, riding a bike back to her house and he's he's scooting along. Yeah. Um, like, You're so sweet, Marty. And then her dad doesn't have the same accent. I, I saw her. I, I, s- I saw her. <laughs> like, where are you all from? <laughs> where are you all from? Have you ever seen the SNL sketch Maine Justice? <laughs> no. Where it's in a, it's a town in Maine, but everyone is like extremely Cajun. <laughs> Talking That's about good. like jambalaya, the spiciest bowl of jambalaya. It reminded me of this a lot. Yeah. 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 She had a thick Southern accent. Her, her um, dad had a different southern accent. D- right. Gary Busey's from Texas. Yeah. So, like, and the mom doesn't have that same accent. <laughs> yeah, they grew up together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are... Um, this pro- This movie has its problems. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> but it's so good. Yeah. Um. So, we, right, we, get to, we meet the, the father, who is one of the best characters in Stephen King history. Um, responsible for our favorite line ever. Um, how's in- that line go? Do you happen to know how it goes? No. You're having trouble. I am. Yeah. Tried to. Where, where the? Oh man. Do you not uh, know how to? Guys. All right. What are we doing here? Well, if you've listened to past episodes, you may be familiar with our segment. Oh, that hurts my parts. Where we talk about the things that hurt our parts, but yeah. it's our wor- it's our worst part of the movie segment because uh, we have bad attitudes, and real rude <laughs> real couple of bad daddies with some real rude Did I lose it? You might have, but um, there's a thing. We have a sound clip. Oh my god, two seconds long. It's in your Gmail. You can pull it up in there too. I will. This is all right. This is a bad show, but yeah, he's the this guy is who goes bad show. Oh, that hurts my parts. It does. Yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> it hurts his parts real. Yeah. Bad. Uh, <laughs> he's watching pro wrestling. Yeah, right. So we get that scene of him getting his parts hurt. Oh, let's let's do a timestamp here. Okay. I want to. I gotta fucking bring this up. This All is right. infuriating we're, to me. We're around like thirty minutes. All right. I'm gonna look at my phone while you do. Can you bring up the uh, volume there? Okay. That's right. It's that guy. <laughs> right. So he's sitting around watching wrestling, getting his parts hurt. <laughs> when he hears a kerfuffle in his garden. Because he's a big gardener. <laughs> he's got a greenhouse. <laughs> Growing hydroponic tomatoes, yeah. squash, <laughs> summer squash. He takes. He My- actually fries the squash blossoms. <laughs> oh, such a treat in the summer months. He's, we only see this guy with a red stripe in his hand. All right. And, <laughs> yeah. and he's like. He's getting drunk and watching wrestling. Like, this is another king trope is having, like, poor people be big dummies Mm. and, like, watching wrestling and, like, being into goofy shit like Mm -hmm. that. And he he hears a kerfuffle and he goes outside with his shotgun. 
mumbling to himself, he bust my pots. I'm going to bust your ass. <laughs> this is a pretty good one to go out on. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good line. Yeah. What was the last thing he said? <laughs> Those are his fucking last words, yeah, maybe. Or, or his final words on his tombstone. <laughs> he died the way he lived. Busting, Busting ass. ass. Yeah. <laughs> he goes into his his greenhouse. And then garden. another king trope uh, of like kind of hell being realized underneath someone well yeah but before that i he's walking through and a giant spider oh right down. yeah yeah that spider terrifying yeah I scariest it. part of the movie yeah that was the scariest part of the movie do you I, think that was baby it <laughs> it could have been baby it mm. i'm still i'm pushing for the single baby it. <laughs> i'm pushing for the single universe theory yeah or it could have been it's daddy it's daddy <laughs> Uh, and then yes, the the whole like you said, like the hell coming from underneath. Yeah, the house, the greenhouse starts like shaking. Yeah, even though it's just a werewolf, so that means he's underneath, like shaking shit. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, the the wolf comes out from underneath, grabs him, and he like impales him on like a floorboard, a broken floorboard. Yeah, which was so weird that that happened. Yeah. What was the point to make it slightly more brutal for this awful man? Yeah, I, just to add something to it. Yeah, add a little bit. I'm not like opposed to it. it just, I was just yeah. like, I wonder if we could have done more with this guy's. Yeah, I think I don't know. Giving that guy a little bit. I, I don't know. I guess most of these people are pretty thin in their characterization. Mm. Two dimensional. All these townies. Yeah. By the way, his name is Milt Sturmfuller. I do have him listed oh, in that my. That hurts my parts. <laughs> Uh, he also has the most appalling line in the movie. Um, oh, no, oh, <laughs> it's uh, it's oh, when he yes, looks yes, at yes, Marty yeah, yeah. and yes. says, uh, probably within your shot, damn cripples always, always end up on welfare, ought to electrocute them all, balance the goddamn budget. Oh, that hurts my part, indeed, it does. <laughs> Yeah, ought to balance the goddamn budget. Yeah, what, that, I don't think that guy's that concerned is, yeah, about. Is, is he the an econ major? <laughs> <laughs> How does he know what will balance the budget? And killing all the cripples? Yeah, my no, goodness, it seems misguided, doesn't it? It's oh man, it's a little Hitlery. Yeah, frankly, it's, it's, we got a real Trump on our hands here. Uh, but this yeah. isn't a political show. I don't want to get political. All right? Listen, I don't want to get political. I, <sighs> I didn't feel like picking my mug up. Um, so he's dead. He's and dead. And then at this point, everybody, uh, everybody's losing their shit. And we get the the final death before the the militia forms. Is um, it's Brady. Mm-hmm. There, Marty's best friend. Marty's best friend, who they're hanging out by. There's a curfew that's uh, that's that's instituted. Everybody has to be indoors by nightfall. No fucking around. And um, Janie comes by to pick up Marty, and he's out playing kites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey Marty, why don't you shimmy up the tree and get my kite? Yeah. Fuck, man. 
<laughs> hey, Brady, help me out here a little bit. <laughs> Marty, who's all upper body strength, apparently. Right? Yeah. How uh, the fuck did he do that? Also, did you notice that when he was like shimmying down the branch, he was totally moving his legs? I did see that. He was majorly moving them legs. I, yeah. He that... was pumping those quads. <laughs> yeah, he's like bicycling <laughs> his feet. <laughs> um. I did see that though. I I, no, I kept noticing it throughout the movie. Mm. Um, Although he committed really hard when he climbs out his window and like puts himself into his yeah. silver bullet too. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so we see that he's uh, Janie comes and collects Marty, and he's like, "Brady, you coming along?" And he's like, "No, I want to. I want to fly my kite a little bit more." And he looks back at Brady. And he just knows Yo, that's the last time he's ever going to see him alive. That was a real thing with this movie. I don't think it's a... I'm trying to think if there's another example of it. I don't think it's a king trope because it's more of a directorial choice. <laughs> yeah. To have all the characters stare at each other for too long. Yeah. They do it. Hold on. I have a list. I was keeping in tally. Oh, good. Um, There are three of them that I caught. There's Marty and Red shooting fuck me eyes at each other <laughs> the first night that red's there oh when they're playing poker yeah, yeah. it's like right before the end of the night yeah. they're just like oh it's when marty's going up when on he's the going lift up the stairs yeah uh, yeah and but red's kind of making faces of like this the old the warden's here now she's shutting down all the fun and that kind of shit and, and then marty's mom yeah and but then it's like enough having fun let's just look yeah, at each other like, Marty Marty friends. also has his hand under his chin the whole time, <laughs> like his little Sears portrait boy, which I really liked. Um, so there's that one. There's Marty and Brady staring at each other. Yeah. <laughs> it just like cuts back and forth between them. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Um, and then Janie staring at that dead guy in the barber shop. Yeah. That was so... He's not actually dead. He yeah, was yeah. just an old, old man with the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. With his face like... Like, have you ever seen Strangers with Candy? No. Oh, my God. There... There's a thing, uh, uh, Amy Sedaris, her mm -hmm. character lives with like, uh, her dad, I guess. And he's like, I don't, they don't explain it cause he's not dead. Cause like they'll cut back to him and he'll be in a different position. Yeah. But he's like constantly frozen and his face is screaming. <laughs> yeah. Do you, have you seen that? It's no. the funniest thing I've ever about, seen. Though. Yeah. It's like, there's a Bill Burr sketch where he's talking about like going through security and like, there's the oldest man ever. Like and yeah. he's got this like this frozen look of fear on his face. It's that look, and, it, and his whole body shaking as they <laughs> yeah. like peel him out of his wheelchair. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, so it's like maybe we can let that guy through. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's that. It's that. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, a lot of staring. So Brady gets mauled. Brady gets mauled for. Uh, he's on the in memoriam for sure. Yeah, he's kind of a shithead though, isn't he? He's kind of a shithead, but like. Although, I guess plot-wise, he needed to die to get everyone mad enough. Gotta die. Someone's gotta die. Yeah. Yeah. We skipped over a little bit. We talked about it, but that scene where they're playing poker, uh, Uncle Red and oh. Marty, I, I really like that scene a lot. That joke? Well, well, the jackass joke? The ja Well, the jackass joke. That's is, a great joke. It's a very funny joke. If, Are you gonna if tell you it? Yeah, if you haven't seen the movie, basically... Um, uh, Gary Busey's character, Red, says, Hey, what's up? I'm Red, and this is the Wee Man thing. Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> and then the movie cuts to black, but then 15 minutes later, it starts bow, up again. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> um, the joke is uh, a guy's at a bar, yeah. and he says, uh, Hey, hey jackass. jackass, pour me a drink. Yeah. Bartender pours him a drink. Uh, next night, guy comes back. He says, Hey, Jackass, pour me a drink. 
bartender pours him a drink. And the guy uh, sitting uh, next to that mean guy says to the bartender, he's like, hey, what's why do you always let him call you a jackass? I fucked it up, didn't I? No, no, you're, go- you're doing good. Say, hey, how come he calls you a jackass? Why do you let yeah, him do why, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, hee-haw, hee-haw, he always calls me that. <laughs> Except when Gary Busey does it. It's so accurate. Yeah, you can imagine, like, I imagine all of the crew uh, dying of asphyxiation. <laughs> he just sucks all the air in. It takes yeah. so many cubic feet of pure oxygen yeah. to make that happen. Apparently, he ad-libbed a lot of lines in this movie. Oh, really? Yeah, which yeah. I have to imagine, like, all of the jokes that he says are all Busey. You know what's crazy about that, though? Like, I, they feel like Stephen King jokes. Yeah, some of them. Like like the Virgin on prom night thing. That's a Busey. That's Busey. Yeah, I don't know that that jackass joke. It feels like that's one. That's a he picked that one up in Texas. Yeah, he yeah. that's one he keeps in his back pocket <laughs> to amuse kids. Because like Gary Busey's like his teeth are so huge, and, and like I can his tell mouth. any donkey joke I want. <laughs> yeah, it'll land <laughs> just on the sheer physicality of it. His whole like lower face turns into a donkey's mouth. It was yeah. <laughs> it was so like spot yeah. his on. His lips like do that thing where they, they curl peel back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Um, all right. So so Brady dies though, and we get that scene of the sheriff like fight with the bloody kite, and he's like and he's praying like doing the the hail mary thing. Mother of God. Um, Brady's dad finding the body is. I have that. I have. (laughs) It's like, it's, I think you're not being wooden enough. Yeah. It's literally just, ah, 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 no. Uh, That's one of my shining moments. (laughs) I had, I couldn't narrow it down. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but I do love that. That is for sure a shining moment. Yeah, and right before that, we get the scene of them in the bar where the angry mustache Andy mm-hmm. is trying to rally troops, and he's like, "And it's working. And it's working. People are into it." And that's when Brady's dad walks in. He's like, Has anybody seen my boy, Brady? <laughs> yeah, it takes a big pause. Yeah, <laughs> what's his name? Oh, big pause, just like the werewolf. Oh. Oh, uh, so this is like the third movie with a Cujo in it. Yeah. Is it a Cujo or a Beethoven? <laughs> is the wolf a Beethoven? <laughs> Aware Beethoven. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Aware Toven? I don't know. I don't think it matters. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> it couldn't possibly. <laughs> Imagine how short this podcast would be if we didn't spend any amount of energy on like figuring out how wordplay should go. <laughs> that, that cuts the running time clean in half. <laughs> Yeah, but if on. you take if you take How that out fill that running time though. <laughs> if you take that out, all it is is me being like, "This movie's feminist," but you didn't realize it. <laughs> but I did because I'm good and smart. I got a hat on right now that says "Captain" on it. Did yeah. you notice it? <laughs> I was telling you that wasn't for anyone else's benefit. Uh-huh. Uh, but I've decided it might be because I'm the captain of feminism. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be my you, new character. Yeah, yeah, you get the point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we have the uh, uh, the funeral scene with uh, where we we see the Reverend for the first time. Is that the 
Is it at the real funeral where he goes, it's that's, hard? It, yeah. yeah <laughs> and then it, takes a the, long pause. That's the real funeral. All right. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then what? that's when that night is when the militia forms at the bar. Good night. What's that? What is that noise? Someone's doing yard work. Fuck. Uh, very unprofessional. It's fine. It's fine. Should we ask them to stand closer to the house? <laughs> anyway. So the uh, militia forms, and they're everybody's like in their hunting gear. They have guns out, mm-hmm. ready. In the bar. In the bar. Yeah. yeah Open yeah. carry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the sheriff comes in, and he's like, I didn't deputize any of you guys, that scene. Mm-hmm. And that's when we get every, uh, Brady's dad. He's just like, yes, Andy, shut up. <laughs> And then he, my boy was torn to pieces. And you're going to tell these people about private justice? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's a, that was a big thing. Yeah. I'm going to go get myself some private justice. And it comes up in the dream sequence, but the Reverend did not hear him say that. Yeah. And it was weighing on me. <laughs> <laughs> but that swamp scene, that the... Oh, I forgot my, to talk about the other good thing in the swamp scene before. Well, before we get to that, I... My, my parts were hurt mm. by. Oh, that hurts my parts. <laughs> the the scene of them between the bar and them actually getting to the swamp, like that whole rallying scene where they're all like, "Let's go," and then they're they're like, "Yeah," they're all like running out of the bar in different directions. Yep. <laughs> they're they're scattering to their cars, <laughs> and then Reverend Lowe is outside. And what like, if they all no, just no? Don't go. Yeah. Don't go. No. Stop. Again, he shouldn't be. I guess that he can be worried about, right? A bunch well, of people coming at him with guns, but he also knows he won't die. Yeah, he says as much. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. you told me to kill myself. I can't kill myself. I'm well, a friggin' wolf man. Well, no, I thought. Oh, is that just because he was on a righteous quest? Well, no, I thought he couldn't kill himself. I oh, because he'd go cause to hell. He'd go, to he'd hell. go to hell. Yeah, That's yeah. right. Yeah, uh, but also he wouldn't die. Right. But he, he's like, he's outside the bar, like trying to stop everybody and whatever. I thought that was just very silly. Mm-hmm. Too silly for me. What if everyone ran out of the bar and went to different bars? <laughs> <laughs> that would have made more sense. Yeah. <laughs> everyone forgot halfway. Yeah. yeah. But then they get to the swamp, right? And everybody sort of splits off. Mm. And we get. Oh, yeah. There are at least four groups because at one yeah. point they're looking at a map and dividing themselves right. up. And we get the, the gas station. Uh, attendant. Oh, who has Virgil. that? We forgot his great line before that, which I have written where, down. Where yeah. Marty get, I have a townie profile for Virgil. Marty fills, go, gets his. Want me to check the oil, wipe the windshield, check the driver's bullshit level? And then they stare, they stare at each other too. Forgot about that one. Yeah, but it, then he cracks a smile. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking it. Um, but he's walking with another townie guy and they're they're going through the swamp and the other guy not Virgil steps on a bear trap oh my god <laughs> that was brutal so and then bad. someone yells to Virgil yeah, and he gets like, distracted oh, and lets it fall smash, smash, smash shut on his ankle again. Like, again he opens it up and then he gets distracted and he crashes down on the guy that again. guy might have been the best actor in the movie <laughs> yeah those so were good. good yells those were really good yells yeah i like that a lot oh my god but then, then we get that scene where the fog is so fucking thick, mm. like right, right around everybody's waist. Yeah, and, and we get that that couple. That, oh, Bob, don't yeah. make lemonade in your pants, Bob. And he yeah, goes, yeah. I ain't scared. <laughs> What's the matter, Bob? You gonna make lemonade in your pants? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, 
Yeah, that just was, fucking. Yeah, that was a line that I forgot. And yeah. when I heard it again, I was like, ah, <laughs> that feels good. And then I made lemonade in my pants. Mm, just uh, in, in the spirit of things. Yeah. Just sitting on your couch, yeah. pissing. <laughs> oh. then, so they're standing around and they hear some some noises and they're like, everybody, what do you form a what skirmish line? line? Skirmish line. Yeah. Yes. Which I don't know if that's a thing. I don't know because a is skirmish either. is just like a little fight. Yeah, that's all a skirmish is. A skir- form a skirmish line. We'll get this guy. Yeah, and then they like slowly realize like I don't know if it's a guy. <laughs> I don't know if it's a guy. We're at in all. a swamp. Yeah, <laughs> it might not be a guy. And and then that that little guy, Mister Juicebox. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, it's in the fog with us, bro. <laughs> is he the one who gets snatched under? Yeah, yeah. And I didn't realize this, but he's actually half white, half rubber head. <laughs> he, the head that pops up after he has been killed. Yeah, it's like. It is dollar store. Yeah, it's very It is bad. not like Spirit Halloween wouldn't carry that shit. Yeah. He comes back up with like half of his face missing. It almost looks like, you know, those stress relievers where you squeeze them. They're like bowling pin shaped guys with faces. Yeah. You squeeze them in the eyes and the ears and the mouth pop out. Mm-hmm. It, that's kind of what the dummy looked like. Yeah. It was almost featureless. Yep. Ugh. Hated it. Hated it. Uh, so then you're right. Everybody start. Everybody runs and people are getting like snatched up. But it, it, everybody's getting like. It would have been so cool to see like the werewolf on all fours. Like we never see that. No. Well, that's because it's just a guy kind of strutting around when you do see it. Right. Yeah, the physicality of that man in that werewolf costume yeah. <laughs> is real weak. He was not trying. He wasn't trying very hard. And he, the guy, I, think, I read somewhere that he was like a, he's like a modern interpretive dancer or something like that. And that was the best he could come up with. Yeah. So, I don't know. But then the bartender, um, what's his name? Tierney Lawrence uh, Owen Lawrence. is his character's name. If we want to, uh, Owen Knopfler, Owen Knopfler, Mister Knopfler, with his baseball bat, mm. he just gets beat to death with it yeah. <laughs> by a wolf. Yeah, <laughs> the werewolf grabs that baseball bat and beats him with it. But like the way the arm was swinging, it might as well have been like an arm on a stick. Yeah, holding a stick. <laughs> right. Where does it end? It's some MC Escher bullshit. Yeah, and yeah, it was just like it just very stiffly, as if it were on a fulcrum, just like goes up and down. Yes, it's very weird. Very silly. Um, and then it cuts to the funeral scene where it's just a line of three, caskets. three caskets next to each other, which like I laughed, I, I did too. And I was like, why didn't I realize that before? <laughs> like have these ever, people that barely know each other sharing a funeral. Have you ever seen Heather's? With yes. Them? Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. Like where p- people keep dying and like they keep cutting to a funeral scene with like more and more caskets. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, that was really good. But, and um, that's when we get the Church of Werewolf. I love that scene. That is one of my shining moments. It is a veritable monster mash. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's fantastic. I yeah. love that part. And that, we get uh, Brady's dad. He's the first one to turn. And we're like, Reverend. <laughs> <laughs> and he says that thing about uh, private, private justice, justice again. again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then the my favorite is the organ player. Yeah, yeah. I Doing Inagata Devita. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and then like swings around. Yeah. And, just, like, <laughs> and that's all she wrote. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, man. 
we are just burning through time. Okay. I hate to say it. All right. Well, but uh, Reverend Lowe wakes up. Great shot. That was the one perfect shot of this movie. When he that like yeah, when he, he's like, got those crazy wide eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then, then it's the 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 fair, mm-hmm. the fair scene. They try to go to the fair. They try to go to the fair, and the fair's canceled. And keep in mind, uh, but then. Marty's yeah. best friend is dead, and he's like, "Oh, on oh, nuts! Oh, they canceled my and then the, and now fare. they canceled the fireworks. What? Yeah, big emphasis on fireworks yeah. here. And then Uncle Red gives him that even more powerful wheelchair. <laughs> it's a three wheeled motorcycle. It is. It ha- it it's a motorcycle. It's just it, a motorcycle. Does it have a windshield? I feel like it has a windshield. It, it has like rear view mirrors. Yeah. It's street legal." Yeah, yeah, it's, it's heavy duty. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, don't let your mom help. Let your mom know how fast this thing goes. She'll kill me. She'll, oh no, bitch! What? It's a full on motorcycle. How's she not gonna notice? She'll have me singing soprano in the Vienna, Vienna Boys, Boys Choir. Choir. Great one. That's Great a pretty line. good one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> alongside that guy from the bar. <laughs> yeah, but then they, uh, Uncle Red gives him fireworks that night. Mm. And he's going to have your own 4th of July in in September. September. (laughs) (laughs) And he, and Marty, he take, he climbs out his window and like, and (laughs) Red is like, stay near the house. And he's like, I promise. And the first thing he does is like, go down by the lake. (laughs) He's on like a little wooden bridge, just firing off fireworks. Yeah. Which looks like a lot of fun, but that the werewolf. He seems to be having a lot. He's just, oh, yeah. Yay. Yeah. I, all I could think about is like, what would your reaction even be if you were shooting off fireworks by yourself? You might crack like a weird little smile. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, nothing that would film well. Yeah, that's not great. <laughs> yeah, uh, but then the the wolf attacks Marty or tries to attack him, and Marty shoots off a bottle rocket into his eye. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Do I guess bottle rockets don't explode? They don't really. Uh, no, they just okay. they just fire off. They okay. just shoot. So he, but they it shoots back. Like that's There's why it's a, recoil. Well, that's why it's a bottle rocket. You stick it in a bottle and light it because like the flame shoots out. It's a rocket, right? So, so like Marty should have been, bur- been so burned. Yeah, he. You can't really do that. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, the football player who burned, who exploded yeah, part yeah, of his yeah. hand. Um, Jason Pierre Paul. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> same sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. He so um, he sees. Now he's, he's the werewolf. He knows his werewolf now. And he knows that he's missing an eye. Right. So he tells Janie to go collect some bottles. Yeah. So Janie goes around town looking for somebody with uh, one eye. Mm. And that's, she goes around town by room or house by house, goes to the barber shop, the bar, whatever. Nobody's really talking because everybody just got murdered like two yeah. days ago. Yeah. And I guess I was being unfair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people, Get over it. People had a lot going on. Yeah, but like if Marty can handle his best friend dying, there's <laughs> no reason they they should be that butthurt about their casual acquaintances. And that that's when Janie goes to Reverend Lowe's house or the church to deposit the bottles. Yeah, do you think priests live at a church? I he seems like he lives there, right? He does kind of seem like he lives there. Um and that's when we see Reverend Lowe is missing his eye. He is werewolf. <laughs> and what do we find in the garage just full of bottles strewn about? Yeah. Just cans and bottles. Yeah. What are you doing have, with those, Reverend see, Lowe? Yeah, 
they seem to have no plan for getting rid of them. <laughs> yeah. But she, uh, Janie sees a mouse, and because she's a woman, is terrified. No. Um, and she just she, she falls. falls into a pile of cans and finds a piece of the peacemaker. Right. But it's like covering bite marks. Yeah. Which means after he killed him, after he used <laughs> his fine motor skills and was like. Uh, swinging for he Babe Ruthed him. Yeah, he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a werewolf. He is. He's, he's still part animal. Baby. He's got a furry side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So then, so now Janie's on board, and with she it. does not play it cool. No. He's like, "Can I get you a soda?" And she's like, "Get me out of here!" Is what you can get me. <laughs> so now she knows that it's Reverend Lowe. They try telling uh, Gary Busey, but he's still not on board. Mm. And then Marty, Marty is taking in a Lily game over. Oh, that the was fence. the set play thing that hurt my parts. That that, that that was another. Oh, that hurts my parts. That hurt my. That was that hurt my hearts. <laughs> oh, that hurt my hearts. That, yeah, that was a silly bit. I I thought it was a bit much. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like he's like the the camera zooms in basically on all the kids' legs. Like he's just staring at their legs. This movie was so fixated on that. Yeah. And I don't know why Marty had to be in a wheelchair. I, I guess just, like it just added a, another element of like I don't know. Just, like there's nothing. It just made it harder for like him to get around and stuff. Yeah. That like yeah I guess yeah but then, yeah, then and you have there's that nothing scene right after the wrong with scene. him being in a wheelchair. I want to be very clear about that. There's nothing wrong with I don't it. know why the main character it, had to be crippled. I just I think but that they it took spent away. <laughs> so much time focusing on it and yeah. there was no real payoff for Not it. Not really. Like they kept setting it up as if it was going to factor well, in that 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 last joke. In the oh movie. my god. That was Yeah. So the little he, he's watching Little League and then he leaves and he sees and Reverend Lowe is, is like tailing pulls, him. Is tailing yeah. him. Because cars go the same speed as his wheelchair. Right? His diesel powered wheelchair. And then the chase ensues. Like it's and it's full Reverend Lowe. He's not a werewolf driving this car. No, it's daytime, <laughs> it's baby. Daytime. So he's he chases him onto this like abandoned like bridge. And then he gets stuck. His wheelchair runs out of gas. And that's when Reverend Lowe like he hops out and he's like kind of explains oh, his motivation. This is truly the shining moment of the movie. Right. And Marty had been sending him like serial killer yeah, that's messages. Yeah, I know who you are, I know what you are, kill yourself. Right. Some real so, some real eight year old bullshit yeah. or however old he is. Um and and Reverend Lowe's like, I can't kill myself. Sinners go to hell. And then he talks about the woman in the first scene, yeah, who his was going thin, to kill pr- yeah. his thin pretense for killing people, you know, and she would have gone to hell. And he could have done a thing about like alcoholism, totally. about how that one guy was clearly abusive to his whole family. Yeah, like how? Wait a second, how good would it have been, right? If like it was seven, but with a werewolf? Well, yeah. Well, if he's if everything, all of his motivations for killing people as a werewolf were religious based, right? Yeah, that would have so been like, brilliant. And that, so, but like, obviously psychotic, right? But he was like, you know, maybe Brady's family is of a different religion mm. or something, and he's just not into that. Yeah, <laughs> like he's that fanatical about it. Mm. So he's killing everybody yeah. who's not on board with his very specific, you know, uh, like evangelical yes. kind of. That would have been. Brilliant, and I—it's not in the short story, no, is it? No. Yeah. 
fuck, man. Stephen but, King wrote this screenplay. Yeah. He could have added that in very yeah, yeah. easily. So well, he gives his little, little and spiel. And he says the best thing, you meddling little shit. <laughs> You're going to have an accident, Marty. You're going to fall into the river. And then he starts yelling at a man on a piece of farm equipment. <laughs> yeah. A, a guy on a tractor comes by and he's like, Mr. Whatever. Is it, Zim- Is it Zimmerman? No. Mr. George Zimmerman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's something like that. Some with a Z. Yeah. I can't okay. remember what. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Sorry. But then, and so, but that's, that leads us into like the final scene basically. Yeah. Is Marty and Janie melt down their, their uh, necklaces, mm-hmm. which are silver and have Uncle Red. Um, Get them cast into silver bullets. Right. Uh, and then they wait. They right. wait because Lowe's on to yeah. the kids, both right. of them. Well, Reverend Lowe kills the sheriff in the meantime, too, with a baseball bat also in that the in the bottle <laughs> depository. Oh, right. Shed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he goes poking around, yeah. which sheriff played by um, Terry O'Quinn, mm-hmm. John Locke mm-hmm. from Lost. Yeah. That I didn't crazy. recognize him. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, all right, so the sheriff's gone. And now so they melt down the chains and that that guy who made the bullet. I liked his character a oh, lot. Oh, he was a great townie, and I don't have a profile on him. <laughs> but he was, um, he works in like a like a gun and ammo shop. Yeah, and he, I, it's not often that people ask him to cast bullets. Right. Period. Yes. Much less silver bullets. Right. And yeah. he's so proud of. Honestly, I think I've said that. I'm sure I've said this on the show before. I love watching like processes happen yeah. expertly in yes. movies. <laughs> Like how it's made is one it's of my so, favorite TV shows. Yeah, it's, it's so satisfying. Yes. So him casting, pouring the silver, and then like smacking it with the hammer for yeah. whatever reason. I'm not clear. Just breaking the excess off. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. It was great. Yeah, it was great. Oh, and then it just falls out, and, then, and that sound it makes when it taps on the table. And then the press pressing in, the the cartridge or what the bullet into the 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 cartridge. Yeah. 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 Oh my god, that was so fucking good. Yeah. And he got he's it. He's so too. proud of it. Yeah, too. he's like, this is maybe my best work ever. Yeah. He was like he's like and little did he know that it was gonna be used to shoot a priest in the in the head. In the head well, yeah. But he does say like you know, it's a it's a low grade powder or something like that, so the bullet won't tumble. And Grab is like, "Well, it's just for kicks, you know. We're not really using." It. It's like, "What would I use a silver bullet for?" It's like a werewolf. Oh, a werewolf. But he doesn't like crack a smile or anything. No. He's just like dead serious. Yeah, he's like, "I know werewolves exist." Yeah, <laughs> I, I know, and I know that this town is being terrorized by one yeah. right now. Um, <laughs> oh, he's a veritable neon Joe. Uh, so they're waiting in the house, and the werewolf comes in, and then a fight ensues. Gary Busey, at a certain point while they're in the house, decides that he's being silly for thinking that this is going to happen. Yeah, takes the bullet out of the gun. Right when the werewolf, suspense. yeah, when the werewolf comes in, it falls down like the uh, vent. Yeah, and Marty reaches his tiny little hand in there yeah. and pulls it out after much difficulty. Gary Busey did all of his own stunts. Is that true? That's what that's kind of cool. Yeah. I, he was already brain dead at that point, right? <laughs> yeah, he had he already had that motorcycle yeah, accident. He's like, yeah, uh, <laughs> you can't kill that which isn't alive. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the the he's having like a fight. Yeah, like, like a, he's almost, he's as strong as a wolf yeah, man. He's it's almost like he's bear wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> And it's exactly like he's bear wrestling. And, uh, and Marty grab, gets the bullet, gets the gun, and fires off the shot, which goes through the his reverend's other, other eye. eye. Yeah. Which, uh, what was 
I was like, is, that's got to be symbolic of something. I, See no evil? Maybe. I don't know. Right. I don't know. But, so then he, and then we got, I thought it was a very cool scene of him turning, uh, turning back into a human. Yeah, you got the feeling like they wasted the whole effects budget on this. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, good. It, it was, was pretty good. good. That's when you get like, like the the um like the puppetry the the mechanical like face yeah. that like shrinks back into human face mm-hmm. and like the you hair also get oh that, that was good into the skin that was really good yeah they also had like the only kind of freaky thing in the whole movie which is this dead man with no eyes like yeah. gasping his last breath yes after a moment of already being dead yeah yeah that was good that was good that was very very good so then the movie kind of oh well first there's that joke yeah where he's they're yeah, like yeah. is everyone okay uh, mars like no, no, it's I, my legs and they're like what and he's like i can't walk nuts <laughs> <laughs> oh man how i feel like for both of them they were probably like how long is he going to fucking milk this joke <laughs> 20 years later at the next barbecue with Janie's friend Garbanzo. <laughs> Did you catch that? Is that what her name? He like goes, he calls her Gary Garbanzo? Busey's like Garbanzo. <laughs> Not Garbanzo. He goes, Garbanzo. <laughs> Shakes her hand and says, Garbanzo. <laughs> I did. I did hear him say something. I didn't realize it was Garbanzo. <laughs> I that was like I remember the that was one of my big takeaways from seeing this as a boy. Who like played, Garbanzo? Who played Garbanzo? She might be uncredited. I was trying to maybe she's just she's not by credited girl? as. I was trying to figure out if she was girl. She might be girl. Garbanzo. Garbanzo. It's <laughs> crazy. Hey, she doesn't have a name in the script. What do I call her? I don't know. Make something up. Like make uh, up make up a girl's name. How, <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> oh man, it, it's so it's so satisfying when the first idea is also the best idea. <laughs> yeah. So Garbanzo, but yeah. um, that happens, and then basically we just get a little wrap up from the narration, right? Which is like, and that's that. But then she says, "Well, Good. she said." <laughs> The, uh, Marty says, I love you, Jane. And she says, I love you, oh, Marty. Yeah. I couldn't always say that. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, just typical, like, and then we... And then I lo- and then it was just, I, I wasn't always able to say that. But I am now. I love you too, Marty. No. And then, good night. Oh, yeah. She says, good night, Marty. Oh, that's right. I was so freaked out. Like, <laughs> like, like Marty... reading him a bedtime story? Like, he died. You think maybe he did die? Like in like the, later, like later, like the same again. A lot of parallels, I feel like, to Stand by Me. But that was like sort of. You think he's the Chris Chambers? Maybe. Like, well, she's because the definitely whole, the uh, what's his name? Richard Dreyfus. Uh, the Will Wheaton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slash yeah, yeah. Dreyfus. Right. Yeah. So, in Stand by Me, the whole thing that spurs the movie Stand by Me is Richard Dreyfus reads that his childhood childhood best friend Chris Chambers is killed. Yes. Right? So then he goes on this whole nostalgic like memory lane kind of mm. thing. And it's his voiceover throughout the whole movie and then you know at the end he's sort of like finishing and writing his And you see him thing. and isn't his wife like his kids a, or his kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Right. But I they're I, like, "Hey dad, we heard about a dead body. Want to go see?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then he's like oh sack. give me like two seconds <laughs> but this movie also and it didn't end on a freeze frame but there was a freeze frame yeah which is weirder almost right. yeah so um 
but that's yeah, basically we get, the, we get that interesting little uh little voiceover thing there. Yeah. Which, and that's pretty much the end of the movie. Yeah. Um King Tropes, we covered most of them. The freeze yeah. frame I will add to it. Yep, freeze frames are classic king. There weren't a ton of them. In the townies, one. townies, the, uh, adult child relationships. Yep, yep. Adults not believing the mm-hmm. kids. Um, anything else? No, I mean, no, I think that was family. Family. This is family fair. It, it's only like that's the big takeaway here. That's what this whole movie is about is family. Yeah. Like if it's about anything, because well, like, yeah, if it's about anything, but I, I do think it, it like, because. I don't know. Everybody in the movie, like Marty is our main character, right? Mm-hmm. And he's got his friend who is killed. He's got his, like, not girlfriend, but girlfriend. And possible love interest, yeah. which isn't really explored, but she's driven out of town, mm-hmm. right? So, like, all of these people that are outside of his family are being, like, taken away, yeah. basically. And all that's left is his family that have to like really bond together to defeat this like outside force. Yeah. I think, and there might be some alcoholism there too. Cause like alcoholism being red's main deal. Yeah. It's like he's only drinking out of a bottle of wild Turkey, the he, whole movie. Yeah. You, th- and they give you like this moment at Brady's funeral where he almost takes his mm-hmm. flask out and puts it back and you're like, Oh, he's turning a corner. Right. But then they cut to him in bed with that exotic woman. Well, with, uh, what's her name? Sheila. No, that's not Sheila. Sheila's gone. Sheila was his third wife who he's divorcing. Oh. That's just some fucking rando. Oh. Yeah. I mean, probably a prostitute. But right? there's... <laughs> who is it, baby? Nothing. <laughs> obscene phone call. Yeah, obscene phone call. That was a Gary Busey line for yeah. sure. Uh, but yeah, he doesn't really grow at all or change. No, no one... No one gets better <laughs> for having, yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, I think if there's if this movie is about anything, it's it's only about family, really. Yeah, yeah, which is a shame. It's not as strong as like some of the other it, King movies. No, where like feminism is such a huge aspect of it, and like you could, like I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty much, no, there's it's it's thin at best. Yeah. I, I did try. I tried to read into this movie, and yeah. I could, there's not much. There's not much to there's hold on much. to here. It's kind of just a werewolf movie. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. But I don't it's, know. It's, it's, I feel like werewolves, like all those classic monsters are so like loaded mm-hmm. with ideas yeah. that to somehow avoid all of them seems like a bit of a disappointment. Well, yeah, but they, it's not, it, it's it not bad. It almost seems like they went out of their way to avoid it, though. Yeah. Like the religion thing could have been the whole point of the movie. Yeah. But it, it, it just, just wasn't. It just wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that being the end of the movie, let's let's keep wrapping it up and yeah. talk about... Uh, let's move on to our segment. Who's the real villain here? Where we try to figure out if there's a, a someone who's really responsible for the uh, death and madness of right. the movie. Organized religion. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say... Um, a lack of legal access to abortions for women. <laughs> Why do you say that? Explain uh, yourself. Because <laughs> I'm the captain of feminism, and that one girl was pregnant. Uh, so there you go. No, I don't know. I don't think there is an alternate villain in this one. I think it's all Lester. Yeah. 
He's a bad dude. Um, our in memoriam section. Are you gonna hurt my parts? <laughs> I was trying to. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna? What are you doing with that screwdriver? <laughs> um. There she is. Thank you. Uh, in memoriam, is there anyone who died who didn't need to die? Um, I, I mean, I guess Brady. He like we talked about that a little. He was kind of, but he did need to die to facilitate like to send that militia out there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I th- I'm gonna say that little guy at the bar didn't deserve to die. Yeah, he was. He was. A, he was a, he was a who's cute. gonna to do everyone in town's taxes now that he's dead? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, hmm. that's it though. <laughs> I thought he 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 kind of seemed like he may have owned the flower shop in town. <laughs> I get that. Vibe. You know, it's like I'm gonna try going out to a bar tonight. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I guess we're going to the swamp. <laughs> I guess this is just what they do. Oh, that's so sad to think it was his first time. <laughs> like my yeah. Yeah, his first time out was when he was like when he said that shit about uh Andy's taxes or whatever, yeah. like not being in order. And he's, he's like, like, I got a real zinger. Ah, right a bit of ribaldry. Yeah. I can keep up. Sure, no problem. These fellas, they kinda like me yeah. now. <laughs> I'm winning them yeah, over. It just like but it rolled off of everyone. Yeah. Like it it affected yeah. nothing. <laughs> but he was like, They want me back, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I didn't shoot myself in the foot, so I can I get one more. I get one more yeah. try. I got renewed for another week at the bar. <laughs> and then murdered. Yeah. It's a real channel one oh one vibe. You had to borrow a gun from someone. Yeah. Oh, do you do you have a gun I can borrow? I don't do well with loud noises. They startle me. <laughs> but yeah. Oh so my that God. guy That's, that guy didn't need to die. Yeah. He was a he was just like, he was just trying to be a good boy. He just <laughs> wanted to be part of the action. Yeah. 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 Um and I guess that brings us to our final segment, I am DB. And play oh my oh my part. Oh, that hurts my parts. I wish I could. Oh, that hurts my parts. Jesus Christ. This is oh, a, that hurts my parts. Oh, you know, we can have a two for one. <laughs> um six point three. Is that I that is point two lower than cat's eye. Yeah. And I feel like it should be lower. As much as I love this movie. You think it should be lower? I don't think it's a good movie. No, I disagree. You think it's like I I think like I said before, I think this is a perfect like kids, kids movie. movie. Okay. Perfect horror movie. Like it's not goosebumps. It's not like Oh, this is like a PG horror movie or PG the special 13. effects aren't traumatizing. It's like the kind of thing they'll outgrow and be like, "What was I ever so scared of?" Exactly. Mm-hmm. It, it's something that, like, when you watch it when you're eight years old, you can be scared of it, and then when you're thirteen, you can laugh at it, yeah. and it could just be like a fun thing that. And you when you're sometimes. thirty-two, you can make a podcast. About That's it. right. <laughs> you could start a whole podcast <laughs> based around it. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. I guess I'll give it ten out of ten. Baby bottles. <laughs> What? 10 out of 10 dirty diapers what? and pacifiers. Because this is a movie for babies, like you said. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll give it uh, 5 out of 5, which reduces to 1 nuclear families. <laughs> I was going to ask you how many uh, motorized wheelchairs or how many cripples. How many motorized <laughs> wheelchair wheels would I give it? 3 yeah. out of 3. Great. Yeah. There it is. That's it. All That's right. sad. That it's... It's, that we've done this movie now, yeah, and so now it's just, it's just other movies. Now it's now. just work. 
Yeah, we're not building toward anything. Yeah. Actually, you know what? New goal. We're gonna try to get to that James Franco original series. Yeah. Which I watched some of the first episode of. Oh, jumping ahead. Sorry. I like it. It's not good. He, of course, it's not. <laughs> it's really bad. Oh, before we go. Yeah. Um. You know what? Let's 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 go for sure. But also, <laughs> let me. Let's go out on my. I have one more hurt my part. Oh, great! And you don't have to. You can. Can I? <laughs> I was gonna say you don't have to, but. Oh, that hurts my part. It is this line from Gary Busey's mouth. Uh, it's when they're in the park talking. They're trying to convince him, mm-hmm. uh, and Janie is on board, and he finds us out, and he says, "Sometimes I think your common sense got paralyzed along with your legs, but from you, Jane, you're Miss Polly Practical." That is somehow that that line of thought gets worse. Yeah. <laughs> after <laughs> along with your legs. Miss Polly practical. What is that? Uh, I don't know. Well, I maybe an ad lib. I I hope so. Right? He invents like his own acronyms and shit. So yeah. I think alliteration is right in his wheelhouse. Yeah. So that'll do it for Silver bullet. Silver bullet. Next up, maximum overdrive. Oh, baby. The Estevez vehicle? Oh, an intergenerational. Yeah, king actors. Yeah. Yeah, sir. <laughs> uh, like his father before him. Yeah. yeah o- that's beautiful. Only like a couple of years before him, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, that's going to be crazy, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and... Um, we should play this whole song, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm no, I'm nowhere near the fader anymore. This is we're gonna go out on the Silver Bullet credits music. Yeah, which pretty much sums up the whole vibe of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Until next time, Stephen, Stephen King. King. Yeah.